folks this is another episode from the TGV global series where we are featuring folks from different countries and Joseph Erugi is an innovative interior designer with uh, over 3 years of experience in crafting both functional and visually stunning living and workspace environments he is passionate about creating organized eco-friendly spaces and he specializes in diverse aspects of interior design and home automation including 3d modeling wall decorations flooring woodwork arduino programming cctv and electric fence installation and he is also proficient in business management his mission is to transform spaces into captivating visual stories optimizing time and cost for clients regardless of the project scale interesting profile isn't it so as we prepare to delve into our conversation on the topic at hand from blueprint to success navigating startup challenges here is an exciting twist let us tickle the brain of our guest joseph so joseph get ready for a rapid fire round of random words i'll mention a few and i would love to hear the first thing that comes to your mind in response without thinking much Are you ready for it? Yeah, thank you so much Naveen. I'm actually excited. Uh we are finally having this conversation. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for you. <laughs> I'm equally excited as well. And uh, here comes my first word, curiosity. Cut. Invention. Elomox. Future. Africa. Book. The Non-Interior Design Act to Interior Design. It's actually a book I wrote. Yeah. Mhm. movie um, the orbit the orbit the orbit okay food rice place um, ghana okay name joseph animal tiger world yeah okay And space so <laughs> okay great So thank you so much for participating in the first rapid fire round so sportively Joseph and I really appreciate it. We have one more rapid fire round towards the end of this episode. Let me welcome the audience. So folks welcome to the Guiding Voice podcast series where we embark on transformative conversations for a better future. I'm your host Navin Samala, dedicated to making the world a better place through valuable discussions that add value not only to your life but also to your career. Thank you so much for tuning in and Joseph Arti welcome to the guiding voice super excited to have you part of our journey yeah thank you so much Navin I'm I'm really excited too I mean great work you are doing I went through the series of um, speakers that have been on this show and uh, doing amazing job well done thank you so much and uh, let's get started now Joseph so let's begin with your success mantra So please share with our audience the top 3 things that have contributed to your success so far. Okay. Um I think I'll I'll list a few of them. You said three so I'll list them and then talk about them. Uh, one okay. thing that has contributed is grit. Yeah, grit perseverance. Um knowledge also has done then mentorship has been a good good thing for me. Um why is it grit or also knowledge part? Yeah, so it's very important that every individual starting up anything has the right knowledge in regards to that thing. Yeah, so for me, knowledge has been a very paramount um, investment 
here because over time we get to see how much you need this because you can't go out there. Of course, it's very easy to say you want to start a business. It's very easy to say you want to start ending from a business. But eventually, when you get the first client, when you get the second client, what else are you going to be expecting afterwards? So it's the knowledge you have or it's the knowledge you put into the activity you are doing that will probably um, set you apart from other individuals. You're not the only one doing this. There are competitions around. So it means you have to be knowledgeable about what you are doing. Eventually, if the client comes through, you are sure you did well. You are sure you did your own part. And then whatever comes out of it, you are very sure you, you worked your way. Um, the other part, I said grit. Yeah, so I'll be diving into grit. For me, it has been a very, very, very strong focal point because, you know, the Nigeria economy, the Nigeria um, climate is quite, it's quite, it's quite difficult for businesses. Yeah, so... It's very, very paramount that any individual stepping into the business place is, is very strong on this, you get, because the forces around the fight, your intentions, you get. Some people end up just dreaming about doing this. Some people end up just having the wish, I wish I could have done, but you have to have grit, you have to persevere, you have to know that storms will come. Your, your own part as an entrepreneur, as a business person is to go through those storms and make the world see what you have. So that too, then mentorship, yeah, mentorship is very, very vital. I mean, it's one important thing that I've tried on. Yeah, because there are people that have gone ahead of you. There are people that have seen beyond what you are currently seeing. So it's very important to know that you don't have to go that road of experiencing um, issues all by yourself when you already know that there's somebody who has gone through this. So you just get the own map, be clear on the path you are walking through. Somebody is always out there to guide you. It's just for you to reach out in the right way. And if you are able to do that, you definitely get a mentor who is willing and who is well capable of leading you through the path to success. So I think those three things, great knowledge and mentorship. Okay, great. And Joseph... You have shed light yes. on the challenges that startups often face, like skepticism and, and the need for trust in a competitive market. So could you share your yeah. personal experiences in overcoming these challenges when you started your interior design business in 2019? All right, all right. So I'm, I'm actually on the right track. I was just trying to see if... Okay, so um, going forward, I... Personally, needed to know what it all entails. And for that, I spoke to people. I got to talk to certain people that I felt were more knowledgeable than me. So with that, I was introduced to um, certain skill set. I started by knowing business business itself before I even got the skill. Yeah, so I was advised to get to understand business like every other person here. Understand business before venturing into the skill itself. And because I already had an idea of business, it was quite easy for me to navigate with leveraging on people. Yeah, mm. So, of course, leveraging on other people. And I had to start seeing um, artisans. I had to start seeing people with this skill and leverage on their own uh, platforms. Um, for me, 
the act of following has been very important to navigate skepticism and trusting in a competitive market because uh, a lot of people are always into being the forefront of things. They want to be the one leading goal. Um, I studied a book called The Act of Following at a very pivotal point in my business. And because of the knowledge I got, I found out that it was easy to start from following people. Yeah, so we get to see um, other brands that have made the mark that are probably doing so well. Yeah, so from them, I started studying how they treat their customers, how they carry out social media campaigns, how they communicate their value to the rest of the world. Just by mm -hmm. following them, it was quite easy for me to navigate through this skepticism. It's quite easy for me to also trust because with that, um, I was able to know the right persons that I could um, give my time to, that I could afford in bringing on board into my business. So I think the act of following was a very, very good key element. All right. So, Joseph, that's great to hear from you. And uh, thank you for highlighting those uh, challenges and how you have overcome. Now, uh, let's uh, shift gears and talk about the early stages of a startup, like especially navigating a startup during the early stage, right, can be quite challenging. And could you elaborate on the strategies that you employ to stay focused and maintain grit? Because you said grit is one of the success mantra. And in addition yeah. to that... Uh, the how you have worked towards achieving your vision during the initial years of your interior design business. Okay, so um, strategies are quite uh, visible. Um, one of all of this is just know yourself. Self-awareness is very important. Just know where you are in your career journey, in your current level of knowledge. Be sure of where you are. This is the first part for every individual. This is where I started from. So I have to tell myself the truth that, oh, I really do not know so much about this, but I would love to make a business out of this. So what do I do? How do I go about this? I have no, no level of knowledge yet. So this was very, very key to me moving forward. And then afterwards, you should be ready to make a plan. Yeah, you should be ready to see beyond ordinary. So it's very important to have plans because... Plans are sort of like um, finish points for you. Of course, plans can interject and help you reach a, a final goal you get. So it's very important for you to see a plan, have a vision in front of that plan. Of course, I, I didn't mention that before, but have a vision for what you want this thing to be about. Don't put money in front you get. Money shouldn't be the first thing that comes to your mind if you want to start up a business because you will run at a disadvantage. Many times business people or entrepreneurs see money as the first thing, but it shouldn't be because if you are creating value, eventually money will come afterwards. Because imagine doing a year without having anything from the skill that I so thought would make you rich or something. Okay, so that was my story. I wasn't earning in the first year of the business. Okay, mm -hmm. so it was because I had a vision, because I had love for what I was doing, I already had, okay, this is probably the plan. So I said, this would be my learning phase. Let's just enjoy it. I, I do free jobs or however it comes. I just work, whatever comes in. 
it won't be easy if you put out money as your first priority. You get so be be ready to give out value, value oriented at initials. Be ready to give out value. See the vision, have plans, set out plans for this. Mm-hmm. So that's quite it. Good. So so you also emphasized the importance of planning and setting clear objectives as the building blocks for achieving a greater vision, right? So can you provide advice on how startups can also effectively structure and objectify their plans to ensure success in the long run? Okay, so I'll just use, this will be very fast. I will just, I'll engage you also. I will love for, if you can respond, it will be fine. Naveen. Yeah. Is it possible to get a response from me? Okay. So uh, let's assume this is my first time coming to India. Right. And um, I, I, I obviously know the new year. Yeah, <laughs> I think I know Delhi, here, if that's correct. Yeah, so let's say uh, this is my first time of coming to India. And okay. For adventure, I um, wanted to navigate to a shop or to a complex. And um, I needed to go there. And you, you're already familiar with the environment. You just give me a name in India. Where do you think people go to to buy stuff? Or mm. Hyderabad. Hyderabad. Yeah. Did I get that? Okay. So let's assume both of us want to go to Hyderabad. You, we have a time time limit for that. Yeah. Right? So you are supposed to go at the same time when I'm supposed to go there. And this is my first time in India. I really don't know anywhere. Even if I have the Google map with me. I probably will miss my way a couple of times before navigating back. Yeah. But for you, you are conversing with the whole environment. So you could even go ahead to gist with your friends or um, do some other extracurriculum activity before getting there. But you already know your path. So you definitely get there intact and with yeah. the right mindset or state of mind. For me, I will be stressed because mm. I really do not know how to navigate my way. Even if you eventually start giving me directions, it will not be as clear as what you have. Right. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, so that's what plans and goal setting is like. That's mm-hmm. what objectives are like. So mm-hmm. you put this and then you are able to correctly see how the future is. So it's going to just be like building blocks, but eventually it's a clear picture of the direction you are taking. It's a clear picture of where you are headed. So without a plan, it's almost like you are a newbie in that zone with no directions. You don't know who you are going to. So it's easy for you to get lost. It's easy for you to get carried away by anything that comes along your way. But if you have a clear plan, if you have a clear vision of where you are headed, Mm. it becomes very, very clear. You know, okay, I'm not supposed to do this at this time. I probably messed up. I can retrace my, my step, go back to to whatever I should be doing before now. So it's very, very paramount that you have clear stated plan. It's better to write them out. It's better for them to be precise. It's better for them to be time-bound. It's better for them to be specific. Yeah. So these are these are all I think you need to have to regards plan. So probably yeah. you should also make them big. A lot of people fear to have big goals, but the bigger they are, of course, they should not be too ambiguous for you for you to accomplish. But the bigger they are, the better your chances are to achieving them. Mm. 
Very nice. Yeah. I I loved the analogy of visiting a new city in a new country and how you can leverage the expertise of others. Uh, that's very nice, uh, yeah. Joseph. Now let's uh, factor Thank in you. the external factors. Like you said, uh, there is inadequate power supply in Nigeria, and it is impacting the yes. businesses. So how can startups yeah. adapt and navigate these external challenges to ensure? they don't hinder progress and growth in their entrepreneurial journey yeah so um one thing that is quite simple what i'm going to say may be against the rules but the fact is every every part of the world face challenges you get businesses face challenges it's either you are taxed to the point where you feel like you can't do this anymore or you are um, having competitions that are healthy you, you have people who rather have you dead than see you prosper in your business. Yeah, so challenges abound everywhere because we live in a world with different kind of people. So it's very very paramount to know that your mindset needs to be right in regards to the business you are doing. You need to see as an entrepreneur that challenges are just opportunities to try. You get if you fix this it means that you've won. So try as much as possible to think about fixing. It don't see challenges mm-hmm. all the time. Think about oh how do i come in how do i do something that will make a difference with this of course i'm giving very limited resources but mm. it's very very important to understand that challenges are a stepping stone of course we understand the nigeria terrain how the um, electricity and some government policies may not be very pleasant but even with that we have the freedom to do business freely you can just think about something and start it up without even having so much government influence so that's that itself is good for any business to try just with the right knowledge you can navigate your way through these challenges mm awesome joseph now let's talk about the profits versus having a broad perspective so can you share the examples of how considering the societal impact resilience and maintaining high standards contributed to the success of your business and also others in the industry so should we really chase profits or should we add value and focus on creating the social impact yeah all of this stuff very very important <laughs> i don't <laughs> want to leave any of them on the floor but it's very very important to think beyond yourself to think beyond yourself to think to us creating value social impact before you think profit Yes, yeah, so it's very very important. It's something that should be very very key in the arts of every entrepreneur thinking beyond just the profit making margin. If because challenges are going to come and then you may not even have the money that you so seek like I previously stated. You get you may not have the the resources to fund your business. So what's going to keep you going? What's going to keep you going? It's going to mean that you should have things beyond the physical or beyond the natural impact you want for yourself so this is what i think to us what you just said so leaving moving to the next question joseph this is more about uh, yeah. remi dada and jumoke dada experiences right yeah. so how can aspiring yeah. entrepreneurs learn from these case studies and apply key learnings to their own startup journey Okay so um it's very very I, I will just share their story a bit they are 
they are related to what I do. They are related to interior design and both of them. So that's why I, I sort of enjoy the fact that you're asking me to talk about them. Um, Jumoke Dada, Remy Dada, they are individuals that are also thriving irrespective of the current situation in the country. They had their issues too, but um, both of them actually had separate background. This is why it's very, very important to know that the mindset is very, very key to your development as an entrepreneur. Yeah, so it is, it is very, very funny that they had um, different background. One was overseas and one was here in Nigeria, but they are both doing greatly because of what they saw. Yeah, so Jumoke saw... The, she, she explained in, her, in an interview she had she saw that there was a need in the Nigerian market for homemade um, furnitures and she saw it as a problem that she could solve. She she didn't learn or she didn't learn furniture making. She was actually an architect, just like um, the other guy. But because she saw it as an issue, I think she said what stayed out was because of the. Um, Japanese investors or the people who came to train them at a seminar she attended, at a um, exhibition she attended that spoke down on the Nigerian market. So it was like a, a firing um, shot to her. And that was what boosted her confidence in doing what she did. So she went ahead saying that, oh, this seems like a problem. How do we change the narrative? So it's the same for every business. It's it's strive with problem solving. We see that, oh, there's something lacking in our environment. How do we change this? And you you definitely are going to see the transition. I think that's, that's for that. Mm. Definitely are going to see the transition. Awesome. I, I, I loved it, uh, Joseph. And now uh, let's move ahead and... Uh, Get into the second rapid fire round so that we can add some more spice and some more excitement to the episode. So if you are ready, I'm going to kick off the second rapid fire round with the set of intriguing questions. Are you ready to dive in? Yes, I am. Okay. So here comes my first bullet out of the rapid fire. If you could have one gigantic billboard anywhere with anything on it, what would it say, Joseph? Um, Go beyond your dreams. Go beyond beyond dreams. dreams. Wow, wow. Yeah. And what is one thing that you are really bad at that you wish you were good or better at? Delegating, delegating in duties. As, as, as an entrepreneur, as the founder and CEO, you have to delegate duties. But sometimes I find myself doing most of the things I ought to tell other people to do. So I think <laughs> I need to, I'm working on this actually. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Delegation is one challenge. And can you describe yourself in just one word? Artistic. Artistic. And uh, what's your favorite thing about living in the current times, the 21st century? Yeah, it's fast-paced. Like, everything moves so quickly. I mean, tomorrow you could see an headline that aliens are everywhere. Okay, that's just a joke, but it's very fast-paced. Fast-paced, okay. And if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? Knowledge. If I could have the the entire knowledge of the world, know everything, know what could happen in the future, that would be awesome. 
Okay, wonderful. And last one for the rapid fire. What is one electronic gadget or a fantasy gadget that you like to see or invent yourself? Okay, there's there's an app um, that I intend to create. I already spoke to certain programmers. It's going to help every individual become an interior designer of their own spaces. So it's going to be on your phone and you could probably just swipe and be able to visibly see what nest could, you could do on your on your in your space? What sort of furniture would work better for you as an individual? Seeing your personality type, your preferences, yeah. So that's something I would love to see. That's something I hope to build myself. Mm, awesome! And and I love the rapid fire. Let's flip back to the mainstream. So as we conclude, can you oh. share a memorable project where your passion for Eco-friendly designs and innovative solutions truly made a lasting impact on a client, and how that experience has influenced your approach to the future projects. Yeah, so there was this project we did. I was I was opportune to participate in it. So it was like a container house. You've seen those container houses, if you know what I mean, like these export containers. Yeah. Mm, so. Yeah, we were able to convert it to a restaurant, and um, it was it was just lying in the seaport. It was useless at that point in time, but um, we were able to convert it. Um, did a lot of work on it, made it um, habitable, treated it, and got it to be somewhere that people could visit. So for me, that that has been very, very, very mind blowing for the fact that we could transform waste into something that people envision to to go to. And for the clients too, it, it was the first in my city. So um, the their reaction to it was very, very beautiful as they loved the fact that something like this could be created. They enjoy visiting it. They enjoy it. Um, people enjoy visiting it and having fun there. So it's, it's, it's something I'm very proud of. Uh, I was part of Awesome. Uh, and... Your journey is really inspiring. And uh, before I let you go, please share with our audience about how is your experience being hosted on the Guiding Voice platform? Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been awesome. Navin, you've been a very, very good host, I must say. And I'm very grateful for the opportunity to share your platform with you. I mean, I have seen um, in a lot of notable speakers. I went through some series and they are very, 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 Goods like the knowledge they share. I mean, it's, it's awesome. Thank you so much for going through the podcast and also for sharing the feedback. And not only that, for joining the conversation today by spending your valuable time. And I really appreciate it, Joseph. And also, on this note, I would also like to thank Stephen Robin, my mentee, for connecting us both and making sure that this yeah. episode or this conversation has happened. So thank you, Stephen, and thank, thank you, you Stephen. Joseph. And looking forward to one more conversation in future. Thank you so much once again. Have a great time yes, and wish you all the best on your business. Thank you so much. Great all right. So friends, that was our episode with Joseph Erugi. And before we jump into the fun trivia section, we have a quick request. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast from wherever you have tuned in because subscribing keeps you updated on the new episodes and also if you have enjoyed this conversation and found it useful please share with at least three of your friends or colleagues who can benefit from the guiding voice spread knowledge and help others grow 
just like you and your support means a lot it helps us create more content for you and our community and let's learn together on this journey now let's hop into the trivia segment of today's episode having had a wonderful conversation about entrepreneurship in nigeria i thought i would extend a few facts related to entrepreneurship in nigeria so there is a vibrant startup ecosystem currently prevailing in nigeria and it it is a rapidly growing and vibrant startup ecosystem particularly in the cities like lagos and abuja these startups operate in various sectors including technology agriculture fintech healthcare and more and talking about the startup funding and investments the nigerian startup ecosystem has attracted significant investment in the recent years and according to the partek africa tech venture capital report 2020 nigerian startups have raised over 700 million dollars of funding in 2019 and ever since the funding has been on the raise and third one is about the fintech growth fintech is a prominent sector within the nigerian entrepreneurship and the country has seen substantial growth in fintech startups with innovations in mobile payments peer to peer lending blockchain and many more So what else are you waiting for if you know any other facts related to entrepreneurship in Nigeria please drop so if you are watching it on youtube in the form of a comment or if you have found this episode on social media you can comment there and not only that if you have any guest recommendations please pass them on and that's it for today's episode thank you so much for tuning in and also for being part of our awesome community we would love to hear from you and share your ideas and feedback through our social media or email and uh, Also let us create content that resonates with you our email address is the guiding voice for you at gmail.com i'm your host navin samala a lifelong learner and my goal is to have impactful conversations that improve not only your life but also your career and stay connected as we journey together until next time take care stay inspired and remember the future holds great things because the best is yet to come Goodbye for now until next time take care and see you all in the next episode with another amazing guest